Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. Hi, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock, and thank you so much for tuning in, downloading, subscribing, pressing all of the various buttons you needed to press to get me in your ears. Today, we are talking about the fact that you get what you tolerate. This goes for your own fitness coaches. This goes for people you coach, aspects of them, who they are how they are, the kind of client they are, the kind of mover they are. This also goes for the world around you, how you move through the world and the world that you create and are a part of, your community, both local and global. Individuals, which is everybody, everyone listening to this is an individual. People who say they're going to do something or that they want something or want to change their state, that they have a dream, their dream of something else changing their state in some way, but take no action, are willing to tolerate staying in the same state they are. That doesn't mean that they are wrong about saying they want to change things. It doesn't mean that they are bad people or lesser people because they're not changing, but it means it may not actually be a priority. It may be something they say that they want, it may be something that they've wanted before and it is just carried through. But if they take no action, we know that the state won't change. So it may not be a priority. So first things first, it's really important to be clear on your priorities. What are they? If this dream state, and by dream state, I mean, whatever it is, the place you are now and the place you want to go to. And defining that is really important. Go back and listen to our podcast about setting SMART goals. If you want to tease out how to sort of carve these out and make them really deep, useful goals to be a priority, it has to be something that you're willing to take action on. It has to be something you're willing to sink time, energy, and resources toward. Maybe not a lot, but some. In order to change, things have to change, and it will require some action of you. If, and to be clear, this is not a guilt trip. We are not guilt tripping people for not doing things. We are certainly not pro super mega hustle culture. I do not believe that everyone should be getting up at three in the morning to exercise because it will make them more rounded human beings. It often won't. It may be detrimental. Sleep is really important. This is not a guilt trip. But being clear on your priorities, take those goals. Are you willing to sink time, energy, and resources into it? into making that happen. Defining how many, how much time, how much energy, how much resources is will obviously change goal to goal and change across the timeline of that goal. But if you want to accomplish something, if you want to change something, things have to change. Now, if your goal, if your dream state, if the thing that you say you want to do doesn't pass that test, if it isn't something you're willing to sink time, energy, and resources into, good news, you can stop worrying about it. It isn't actually a priority for you. You just figured it out. It's not a priority. It may well be something that you wish would happen. It might be something that it would be really nice if it happened. It might be something that should it happen, you, you'd be maybe over the moon about. Maybe you'd be very happy, but it's not something you're willing to do work toward. It's not something you're willing to take action around. And so it isn't 
really a priority. And so let it go. Do not stress yourself out. Do not spend time frazzled or feeling guilty or feeling lesser than things that actually aren't a priority for you, even if they're a priority for everyone you know and everyone you see on your social media feeds and what people you admire, your friend group, whatever it is, doesn't mean it has to be a priority for you. And if it isn't, if it doesn't pass that test, time, energy, resources, let it go. Stop worrying about it. If it is a priority for you, I suggest digging in a little bit. What makes you think it's priority? Why do you want to dig into this? Why do you want to spend time, energy, and resources on it? What will the actual outcome be? And we've talked about this before, of kind of digging into the why behind goals, behind I want to lose 10 pounds. We do some digging. Well, what does that mean to you? Oh, well, I want to look the way I looked in this picture. What do you associate with that? And as you dig and dig and dig, and what we're actually looking is for a energy state and a way of feeling and a way of moving through the world and a way of being comfortable in your body, which may well equate with losing 10 pounds. That might be the right answer for that goal, but digging into it can be extremely useful. Now, if this is a priority, if you're willing to sink time, resources, and energy into it, but you haven't yet, why? Why are you tolerating this? Because you are. And again, this isn't a guilt trip, but you are in what in stasis in a state that you are allegedly unhappy in, but not moving forward. Is it because you don't know what to do? You don't have the resources? If that's true, I suggest reaching out to experts. Do some research. In this day, you can find people who are experts in all of this stuff. Certainly, if it's around fitness, energy, exercise, uh, getting out of pain, we suggest us shoot a DM. We get DMs all the time. We talk to people. We do not take most of them on as clients for a variety of reasons, but we will talk to anyone. Also, no, people often think that the solution to their problem is going to be more time, more energy, and more resources, especially more money than they are capable of putting toward a problem. I'm going to suggest that's very unlikely to be true. People often radically overestimate what it will take to solve a problem, and underestimate how easy it is to make progress. I'm going to say that again. People overestimate what it will take to solve a problem and underestimate what it takes to get started, to start making progress. Is it going to be nothing? No. As we said before, it requires time, it requires energy, it requires resources. But talk to someone who's good at this stuff, and they can lay out exactly what that number is. Oh, well, it's going to be this much time per day, per week, per month, depending on what we're trying to solve, this much energy, this is what you're going to have to give to it, and this much resources, whether it's uh, financial or giving up some real estate, devoting part of your house to something else. Of course, this all depends on the goal. So if you're still tolerating it, and you're worried about the time and the money to be general, and this is going to sound a little crass, there is always time and there is always money. It's very, very likely that there is the time and the money if you want to make it a priority to solve your problem. It's possible you can't solve your problem in the fastest Ferrari way you want to, but you might be able to solve it in a very serviceable Toyota Camry way. Maybe for less investment of resources, it will take more of your time. If you want to solve it in less time, it may require a greater investment of resources. That's usually how these things work, right? There's an old freelancer's adage that you can have it fast, quick, or good. You only get to pick two of those. 
Now we know we want it to be good, right? We know we want the solution to be of quality. So you can either have it fast or you can have it cheap. You probably can't have both. Though, of course, cheap and expensive is very relative. What's cheap for you is likely not cheap for me, vice versa. Start asking yourself some questions. Now that we are, let, let's assume we've removed the time and money concern. How long have you been tolerating whatever's going on? How long have you been in pain? How long have you been scaling around a movement or scaling a movement that you wish you had, but you don't? You just haven't acquired the skill or the strength to do the skill or a combination of mobility, flexibility, strength to get these things done. How long have you been avoiding the things you want to do? Recognize that you are sinking time, energy, and resources into doing things you don't want to do. You are not doing the things you want to do. You're doing something else and you are spending your time, your energy, and your resources doing the things you don't want to do. Stop it. Use those time, energy, and resources. I am suggesting the opportunity exists for you to use those time, that time, your energy, and those resources to solve the problem, to move in another direction. Take that time and do something more useful with it. Get out of the band if you're sick of doing banded pull-ups. If you've been doing banded pull-ups for three years and you've gotten stronger and everything else, but every time pull-ups come up, you pull that green band out, maybe it's time to get out of that band. If, of course, doubling back to what we started with, it's a priority. If you don't care if you ever get pull-ups, then maybe it's not a priority. I would suggest there's some shoulder strength pieces in there that we might be worried about. And certainly if we were doing a consult, we might suggest that as a goal because it's certainly useful for long-term health, body weight movements, etc. But if it's not your priority, it's not your priority. But if it is, recognize that yes, changing your state will cost your time, energy, resources, but you're already spending time, energy, and resources on something you don't want to do. You're moving the wrong direction and you're choosing to do it. You're tolerating it. You get what you tolerate. Now, coaches, same thing. You get what you tolerate from your clients, your members, your athletes. If people move poorly in your presence and you don't stop it, fix it, find solutions, then you are someone who coaches people to move poorly. Even if you didn't tell them to do that thing, and it's unlikely, I'm going to assume that it's unlikely that you told them to do something with bad, bad form or do something in a way that you don't find virtuous. But if you don't change it, then you are someone who coaches people to move poorly. You don't actually care about that. So as a coach, it's also important that you know your priorities, understand your mission. Maybe your mission has nothing to do with movement quality. Maybe you don't care. Maybe your mission is to have people sweat and have a good time and high five at the end of whatever kind of class you're running, and that's it. If that's your mission, those are your priorities, then life is going to be easier. There's a lot less to worry about. That's, you know, entertainment, and it's fun, and lots and lots of people make a perfectly good living that way. And if you're happy with that, and that lines up with your priorities, I think you're good. That is not our mission and not our priorities. And I think most coaches, especially in the, especially certainly in personal training and a lot of the group class coaches we talk to, they at least proclaim that they care about movement quality. They talk about movement quality. They talk about movement standards and people moving well and caring about flexibility and mobility and things like this. So if that's true, 
You cannot allow bad things in your presence. If you do, you're a coach who coaches things badly. Do not deviate from your your priorities and your mission. It is easy to find yourself in a situation as a coach where you will feel pressured either overtly or subtly to deviate from the mission. And for us, one one part of that mission is having people move extremely well. If you are suddenly coaching a very big class, if you have 30-something people in class and you're supposed to cycle them through what may be too much of a workout. You didn't write it and you come in and there's all these things they have to get through and then a long conditioning piece and it seems like there isn't enough time in class. You're trying to move, move, move and hustle people along and it's easy to sort of let things go and stop paying attention or notice something but realize you don't really have time to stop and fix that thing. Then you have to make the hard choices. Then you have to make the really hard choices of how you're going to address what's going on. If you ignore it, see point A, you're a coach who coaches badly by your own definition because you're you're deviating from your priorities. You're deviating from your mission. If you see something that isn't up to your standard and you don't do something about it, it's your fault. And I know this is a very hard decision. I have been in this position. It feels terrible. I have made the wrong decision in this position. And I'm telling you, if you deviate from your priorities, if you deviate from your mission, for any of these reasons, you will feel terrible about it. You will carry guilt about it. I'm fortunate in that I don't think I've caused any long-term damage. I don't even think I've caused any real short-term damage other than not giving people the experience they could have had. I don't think anyone's gotten injured because I didn't stop them from doing something that was not up to my standards, et cetera, et cetera. But certainly early in my coaching career, running a big class, trying to stay on time, trying to move through things other people had written, that is challenging. Don't do it. It is not worth it. It is worth changing things and taking the time in whatever way you have to do. And maybe this is, hey, everyone time out, everyone stop moving, I'm going to solve a problem now. Maybe it's taking a member, client, athlete and pulling them aside, pulling them out of the mix for a minute so you can work with them for a moment one-on-one, fix what needs to be fixed and then dive back into that group setting. And as you become a more experienced coach, this stuff gets easier to do. It gets easier to balance these things, partly because you become more efficient in your communication. You see things more quickly. You understand what the fix is more quickly. And you're able to communicate that fix a lot more quickly to different kinds of people who learn in different ways. But again, your standard is what you allow in your presence. Don't put up with it. Or alternately, let it go. As we said with individuals, if something isn't a priority for you as a coach, and of course, if you work for a gym and they have certain standards and you have pledged to uphold those standards, then that becomes part of your mission, right? That is now folded into the coach you are, at least at that time in that class for that hour, whatever it is. But if something isn't really a priority for you, if you don't care if people lift to powerlifting competition standards when they're bench pressing, then let it go. Stop worrying about the fact that people aren't doing that if it is irrelevant to your priorities and your mission. Don't get hung up on things that don't really matter to you and understand the things that really do matter to you because that's really important. Individuals, coaches, everyone listening, your standard is what you tolerate. 
if you've been working around an injury for five years, you are okay being injured for five years. And I suspect if I had asked you five years ago, if you would be okay with that, most of you would say no. Especially if I suggested that there was a way to fix it. Now, if you don't think there's a way to get out of this state you're in now, if you don't think there's a way to achieve your dream, we would love to hear about it. I'm not saying we can solve all the problems. We are not magicians. There is no magic. It's just fitness, exercise, movement, mobility, flexibility, breath work is a big toolbox, but magic is not part of it. But we know a lot of people. We are happy to refer you on to someone who can potentially help you get out of this challenging state and move to your dream state. I'm Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. Find us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. You can DM us to get started, pick our brain, rate and review us on iTunes. Please, five stars there. It makes a really big difference. And folks, remember, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you're ready to get started today, so are we. Thank you again and feel strong.